0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another session of Cerulean Roll. And I'm joined by my two usual hosts. First, Jammy. Hello. And second, Crow. Yippee! (laughs) Also known as Nanette and Mako. And I'll be playing Fishman Eldorus. Dead Fishman Eldorus. And... (laughs) Where we last left off, we saw the unlikely union of three characters. Mako experienced a drastic shift in his daily life. Witnessing everything he loved lit a flame, including his mother and his mentor. In her dying moments, she had left Mako in the care of Eldoris. However, the man who eviscerated her from the ends of the earth locked Mako and Eldoras in a battle with undead warriors spawned from burning flames. Within the heat of battle, something awoke inside of Mako and pushed his pacifism to the side. This figure introduced itself as Adric, Mako's dead brother. But the battle was over as fast as it started, leading to Eldorus stealing Adric and bringing him onto the ship, where they began to sail through the Odysseus seas. Then, during the most important and dreadful day, of Nanette's life, Eldoris smashed through the ritual altar and promptly stole her as a way to leave without being harmed. But with the hot pursuit of Galileo, Eldoris ended up kidnapping Nanette for real. Now we join the crew aboard this small wooden ship being jostled back and forth on the open seas. The sound of waves fill your ears. The sunlight beams down on the ocean, and birds cry their noisy intrusive songs as they circle parts of the ocean for food. The white sails are drawn up and tied to the mast, and the anchor is pulled up above the endless depths. And what are you guys doing?
1: Um, I think Nanette is just um, sitting along the side of the ship, kind of watching the water.
0: And right next to you would be Eldoris reeling in another fish from the Kerak uh, seas. You see, as he pulls it up with. Let's see if he struggles a little bit. Um, He does. He struggles a fair bit against this fish. And as he pulls it out of the water, you see that this kind of medium sized carp with these elegant gem-like scales running down its body, Nanette. And he goes, oh, got another one. Ah, oh, nice catch. He kind of unhooks
2: it and tosses it into a bucket. And he's like, thank you. I'm not too good at this whole fishing thing, I don't think. But, um, thank you. I guess that's of going course. to be our dinner.
1: Oh, well, yeah, we have to eat something. So well, you do. have to. Ah, oh, well, right. Me and Mako. Poor guy.
2: Yeah, yes, I. I hope he's not starving too bad in there. And we pan over to the
0: captain's quarters. And uh Mako, what are you doing?
3: Uh, Mako is probably resting no.
0: Uh, do you think he's he's trying to sleep off any hunger?
3: Yeah, pretty much. And
0: I'm going to ask you to roll me a wisdom saving throw. Uh, <laughs>
3: Here we go.
1: You can do it. Ooh. Oh All right.
0: That's very good. As you fall asleep, you are brought into this kind of ethereal and whimsy-filled dream. As you're in this dreamlike atmosphere, you are in a sea, a small uh, rowboat, just in a solitary and cloud-filled sea. This luminescent and almost rainbow-colored color, uh, smog fills and covers the water, and you are rocking back and forth. What are you, what are you doing as you're on this rowboat in your dream?
3: I'm looking around.
0: As you begin to look around, it's just this endless white abyss with this colorful uh, fog basically lining the ocean. Hmm. In this little rowboat with you, there's nothing but a few supplies, some rope, a few unlit torches, and even a lantern that's alit and hanging from a wooden stick. Oh,
3: okay. Okay. What am I
0: supposed to be doing here? As you kind of ponder what you're doing, you see the flame start to lick inside of this uh, glass prison. And it looks like it is slapping against the opening. It's burning cinders kind of flickering off with every tap of the glass.
4: Hmm.
3: It's
0: weird as you sit there rocking peacefully. Does anything cross your mind?
3: Mm-hmm. Probably his whole situation with his mentor.
0: You suddenly see as this flame kind of dwindles into nothingness. You are left in not darkness, but desolation. There's not that warm orange light flickering across your beak and suddenly kind of approaching from the other end a ship sails towards you Huh? and as this ship bumps against yours the wood makes that clunk and the water splash around you
2: and you hear ah Mako
0: And as you look up, you see your mother, Lucimi.
3: Monk?
2: Ah, hello there, Marco. Uh, uh,
3: this is strange. Hello?
2: Ah, I guess it's not normal to talk to the deceased like this, but, um, how have you been doing? Is Eldorus uh, taking care of you?
3: Yeah, he he's been trying his best.
2: Uh, that fool.
3: I don't. It, I don't think it's really his first time. I mean, no, no. I mean, it is his first time. I messed that up a little. You see,
0: your your master kind of, um, hops into your rowboat, and she looks a lot younger. You see, her hair is a crimson and fiery red, that drapes down to her Ooh. lower back. Her eyes are gleaming more than they used to. And you see that she's wearing a more decadent set of clothes. These like kind of black silks that lead into red undershirts and a very gaudy and golden belt that has beads coming off of it. And she goes, that man Aldorus. he's never taken care of someone in his life,
2: not even himself. So I'm sorry that he had to be the
3: one to find you. I mean, I. I don't really mind. It's better than, you know, staying there.
0: I suppose you're right. Anything's better than. well, bad fate.
2: <sighs> I'm still
0: very upset about what happened. The whole dying thing is, like, okay, I guess. But. Okay! You see, she leans against her arm. Dying is fine, I guess, but the one who did it... you mm,
3: mean it's fine?
0: It's not like I was really doing anything different. Maybe saving a few lives here and there, but... Mm, it's not my calling.
3: I don't think I would really understand, but... I guess it's your choice.
0: <sighs> well, it wasn't my choice to die, but it's my choice to accept it. I guess I have things to do in another realm. I have communed Mm. my my patron. And I've talked him into letting me talk to you at least once.
3: Oh. Is this what it is?
2: Yes. This is our communion.
3: I see.
0: And you see, as she kind of, um, sits back on the boat, crossing her legs. Her, like, crimson-red boots are catching the endless light that is
2: gleaming above. I see that I should kind of tell you a little bit more Mm -hmm. of what happened.
3: I would definitely like to know.
2: The man who came to see me,
0: the man I detailed in the notes... (sighs) He was once mine, and I was rather excited to see him once again.
2: But it seems Kor had other plans, and that means that the captain is on some very dangerous waters. There's a war ensuing, Mago.
3: Like the one back there?
2: No, Mako. Something terrifying is brewing in these waters. Something that could destroy pirates. Something that could destroy the Marines. There's a force out there. And that force is one to be reckoned with. Whatever you do, Mako. Dear clear of a man named Delir Steadsey.
3: Delir Steadsey. I...
0: And you see that I... she kind of hunches over and grabs her, like, shirt and clenches it. And she goes, ah, I don't have much
2: time left in communion, Mako. Mother,
0: I... She holds out her hand to you.
3: He takes her hand.
0: She pulls you in and hugs you, kind of putting your <laughs> beak against her shoulder.
3: You can see Mako is taken aback, but he smiles while a tear streams down his face.
2: I love you, Mako.
3: Take care. I love you too, mother.
2: If you find means to talk with me again... I await your words.
3: Take care, mother.
2: And you
0: see as her body begins to slowly shift into this grayish tone. And a wind blows through. As this wind picks against her skin. Turning her to but ash on the wind. And slowly but surely. Her figure dissipates. And you are left hugging the air on the edge of this robo. And what do you do, Mako?
3: Mako sits down, looking over at the sea and below, and he makes sure he has to remember the name that she has warned him about.
0: And as you engrave this name deep into your mind, You see, as the ship, as everything around you, begins to gloss over and harden like ice. Mako, make me another wisdom saving throw.
3: Oh no. Oh. Oh. Okay. Oh. Oh. Oh
1: Oh no. (laughs) This is
3: not good.
2: You see, Mako, as suddenly... The entirety of the surrounding around you
0: is frosted over. Shards of ice splint across the sea where the waves once crashed. Oh god. You see a spire in the distance. A almost castle-like figure looming in the distance. What? You see the six kingdoms of Ixia all crumbled to the ground. What? And you see that that ice spire is where
2: the main kingdom would be, the Seldfire kingdom. And you hear cracking and creaking from the other direction.
3: What is...
2: As you turn your head to look in the other direction, you see that a ship
0: barrels on this frost. It's cutting it down. But you see the entirety of the ship is this frosted over vessel. This white pearlescent wood trapped beneath this Rigid and hardened ice, a perpetual fog rolls off of the ship. As you continue to look at it, the ship takes on an almost monstrous appearance. And for a brief second, you see a figure standing at the helm, pointing an armored hand at the kingdom. At Ixia. And as this hand points across, an icy mist shoots across the horizon, splitting the seas.
3: Oh my god.
0: And catching you. What? You see as you suddenly fall into the waters. And you see that you are suddenly encased in
2: ice. And your vision starts to get hazy before, coming to a halt. And after a moment of brief, brief silence, you awaken on the hammock.
3: Oh. 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 Oh, 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 okay. That was... That was nice at first, but then that whole thing happened. Oh, God. And he holds his head, rubbing it, um... Okay, what a very strange dream. Ugh. All right, can't just lay here, I'm really sorry. And he gets up from the hammock and steps out of the captain's quarters.
0: As you creak open the door to the captain's quarters, You see Eldorus toss another fish into the barrel. And you see Nanette is kind of sitting there, outlooking the ocean. And both Eldorus and Nanette would hear you.
3: Oh, hello, Mako. How was your rest? Uh, very strange, but Nimwood's alright besides the really scary images I saw. Oh, yeah,
2: you saw images, boy.
3: Not in the not in the not in the really insane way, or maybe maybe it was. Maybe I'm just hungry.
2: You know sometimes you really do scare me.
3: <gasps> really? Yes, but I mean, you it's got... not, it's not It's not that bad, right?
2: You look haunted, boy.
3: Haunted? What do you mean how to.
2: You look like you've seen more than I've seen. And I'm dead, so that's a statement. Uh,
3: that's. I'm. I don't know how to respond to that, honestly.
2: Well, hopefully the visions and crypticness will halt after you get some food in you. Hopefully so.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: So, do any of you know how to cook?
3: Uh, I, I did cook for me and my mother.
2: All alright. I feel bad for making the person who's hungry cook food, but, uh, looks like it's your job.
3: Yeah, it's fine with me.
0: And, uh, he hands you a bucket of, um, of these fish with gem-like scales that you've Seen while you've been sailing across the Kerrick Sea, but you haven't seen them up close like this.
3: As he takes the book and he looks at them and observes them and looks at Eldorath. Oh, these are these are beautiful.
2: Yeah, the Kerrick Sea is a sea of treasure. Everything here is so beautiful.
3: Huh. I have to write about these later. Maybe sketch them out a little.
2: I'll catch more for you, but f- perhaps focus on eating these
3: ones. Yeah, I'll make sure. Uh where's the kitchen exactly?
2: Uh yes, down below.
3: Oh, alright. Well I'll be I'll be doing that then.
0: Alright. And as you uh, walk across the ship you kind of open this hatch downwards and creep down these wooden stairs. And as you get down there, you see this small quaint, uh, quaint kitchen, a circular table that fits uh, for a porthole that opens out and looks across the sea. And oh. you also see a this magic-powered oven that you have seen in your own house. Maybe a little bit more degraded and unused and uncleaned. Um, but it also has this stove top that you can cook and prepare the meals.
3: All right, well,
0: let's do this. And as you go to cook, we're going to cut back to above the deck. And Eldoras turns to you, Nanette. I feel like I should have
2: warned him about the creature.
1: I- am I'm, I'm sorry, the- the creature? What is- what is the creature?
2: Uh, well, okay. The creature should is I, something-
1: Should I be worried for his safety?
2: Perhaps the creature does get a little crankier on food, especially when he hasn't had it. <gasps> and I may have forgotten to feed him as well. For a little bit.
1: Oh, oh,
0: oh no. And. That's... As, uh. <laughs> as you guys talk about the creature, we'll cut back to downstairs. And Mako, as you prepare the fish to be cooked. ...putting them out on this cutting board... ...um... ...you hear a clattering... ...of wood... ...and... ...pans.
3: Huh? What in the world is that?
0: Then... ...as you... ...kind of look around from... ...where that noise is coming from... ...the pantry swings open... ...from right above you. What? And you are suddenly pounced on, and in that you hear a loud (laughs) bang from uh, down below.
1: I think perhaps we should go check on him now.
2: Yes, I suppose that is (laughs) the creature.
1: Okay.
4: (laughs) Alright, let's go.
0: As both of you run downstairs, uh, you are met by this lion-like creature with this kind of blue matted fur and this mane of seaweed. And it is gnawing on one of the fish as it's standing on top of Mako.
1: Oh, my goodness.
2: Oh, that's the creature.
3: What do you mean the creature? That's
2: my creature. That's, uh, that's my creature.
3: You don't even think of warning me?
2: Well, I kind of forgot.
3: How do you it's forget gone, about gone, that? Eating the fish right
2: now? I forget about a lot of things. Well, either way, uh, he walks over
0: to the creature and picks it up. This is Gao.
1: Gao? Yes, because
0: that's all he says. And. Oh. You see as this lion with this seaweed mane and a tail that leads into more seaweed. It goes cow cow.
3: Oh. Oh. It's kind of cute. It's,
1: yeah, it, it has a charm to it. This little um, guy uh despite,
2: stole me.
3: Despite scaring me. He he stole he stole you?
2: Yes. Well, what? Uh-huh. You see when I died and I was revived. This little sea lion kind of grabbed me and brought me to land in safety. Although I can breathe underwater, it still brought me to land.
3: What? I mean, that's... That's awesome, but how did you do that?
2: It, they are very powerful little creatures. So after he saved me, I just kept him along. It seemed like he didn't want to leave either.
4: Oh. Yeah. Well,
3: that makes sense. We didn't think of feeding it? I mean it looks pretty hungry.
2: Well, usually I feed it, but then I kind of forgot. Since I've had a lot going on, you know. Stealing new people
1: yeah as you do, apparently.
2: it's not supposed um, to be a trend, but I guess it is <laughs>
3: uh-huh. okay
0: and uh as Gao kind of wriggles out of Eldorus' grasp, he uh kind of slaps against the floor his his jaw kind of hitting it first, and then. He flops his body across it, and then he starts skittering around, his wet paws kind of letting him slip across
2: the wood.
1: Oh,
3: That's adorable.
2: Well,
1: um, hopefully he won't be too much of a problem.
2: I'm sure that now that I have two people that can speak and remind me that they need food, I won't forget about his food. Yeah,
3: I think that's fair enough.
0: And you see Eldoris pull up a chair and kind of sits down at the table. And, uh, Mako, you want to start cooking? Yeah. Um, okay. So here's how this is going to work. I want you to roll me a sleight of hand check to descale these fish.
4: Okay. Oh,
0: that's fucking awesome.
1: Wow.
0: Let's go. As you uh, take your knife across this fish's scales, you run across the other way. All these scales popping off cleanly. These ruby-like shards are thrown across and into a pile uh, right next to the fish. And you've cleanly uh, descaled the fish.
1: Wow, that was impressive.
3: Oh, thank you.
0: As you uh, flip it across the other side, you again cleanly descale the fish. um, And it's ready for the frying pan. Awesome. As you kind of step over, um, seasoning this fish first before you put it in the pan, you step on the oven, um, this like metal plate right next to the oven, and you see that your magic is kind of This is a feeling that you know, and you are used to. It trickles out from the bottom of your feet. And as your magic kind of flows out, what color do you think Mako's magic is?
3: I think it would be a very soft gold.
0: This soft gold arcana kind of floods out of your, uh, the soles of your feet and into the oven. And... As it all comes to life, you see it has this golden tint around the edges of the metal. And you see that the little burners on it are now gleaming orange. Nice. You throw the fish into the pan, and you begin to uh, cook it slowly. And I want you to roll me another sleight of hand check to see how... Well and evenly, you fry this fish.
1: Intense
3: right. cooking action. Come on! Yippee! You...
0: ...quickly toss this fish in the air, catching it with a pan. Letting both sides simmer. Getting a golden brown across it. And... ...as you, uh, plate this fish... Um, do you put anything on it? I'd say there is plenty of seasoning around if you wanna trust it. N- knowing Eldoris- If I wanna <laughs> trust it. Knowing Eldoris, he probably I... hasn't restocked on any of this anytime.
3: It's dust. Uh Yeah I don't I don't think so. I'm gonna take the safe <laughs> option.
0: <laughs> um you you kind of uh, plate the fish. And um yeah, you've you've cooked the first dish.
3: I would say Lime, but I'm pretty sure that would most likely would have died by now.
0: <laughs> um, there is there is no Lime aboard the ship, which is very bad, as you would know.
3: Oh, no. There's no Lemon or Lime. Uh-oh. <laughs> We're gonna need yes. some of that.
2: Eldorus goes, oh, right, scurvy's a thing.
3: Yeah, do you.
4: Uh, uh, next time we
3: find somewhere to get some, I think we should definitely stock up on some of those. Alright.
2: Well, we'll go find some lemons and limes and restock on food and all that.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, and
0: Mako, do you make uh, another dish for Nanette? Yeah. Um. I won't have you roll for it. Your cooking expertise is in full display as you cleanly descale the fish once more, and you throw it on the frying pan and fry it to golden brown on both sides.
3: Well, you're it. Oh, uh, thank
1: you. I appreciate that. Yeah, of course.
0: As you both uh, sit down with your plates, uh, you begin to eat, and this meal... For Mako, has been the first in a while. Not too long, but longer than it should have been. Um, And it tastes like heaven in your mouth. <laughs> and Nanette, for you, this is not the best, not the worst. It's mm-hmm. very mundane, very fishy, but it's <laughs> definitely fishy. doable. Very
3: fishy. <laughs> wow, I wonder why. What... Yeah, the fish is
0: super fishy. <laughs> um
3: the fish is suspicious
0: yeah the fish is very overwhelming and planned mm,
3: food is food why
1: are you so fish
0: <laughs> why are you so fishy? Uh, <laughs> goes,
1: mm, fish <laughs> oh what was that
2: what what huh? huh
1: oh i thought you said something sorry <clears throat> no fish What? What? Fish?
0: Oh. Eldoris kind of
2: looks out <laughs> the portal.
1: <laughs> Are you um, okay?
2: <laughs> reminiscing of a better time.
1: Oh. Um. Uh, all right then.
0: <laughs> and as you uh, all dig in, you see um, Eldoris kind of watches you as you eat, with a smile on his face and leaning on his hand. Uh And as you finish your meals, Eldorath um, pulls out his chair
2: and he goes, Well, now that we're all full and sated, I do have something to talk to you all about.
3: Oh. And that is...
2: Well, as you know, I didn't mean to take both of you from your homes. But I don't know if I'm the best person to stay with. I'm a pirate, I'm wanted, I... I don't think it's safe for you to stay with me. If you'd like me to drop you off on an island the next one, with a city or anything, I will let you all go.
3: Oh. Well, what am I saying here? I mean, I don't really know what I would do by myself. Yeah. Uh.
1: Hmm. I don't really want to put you in danger with my brother or anything. But either way, I think he's gonna be after me. And plus, um,. I've, uh, I've always wanted to explore the seas and, um, well, what better chance than this, I, I guess?
2: I suppose so. Well, if both of you are going to stay near me, I'd have to train you to be better pirates. You need your sea legs after all. Right. So, what do you all know about sailing?
3: Well, nothing much, really. Well,
1: um, you, uh, you look out for land and, um, you, uh, yeah, I don't really know much either.
2: Well, that's a good start. Who wants charge of the bird's nest?
3: Me.
2: All right. I was thinking you, but I didn't want to be offensive because you're a bird.
3: <laughs> no, don't worry about it. i actually
2: really like it. All right. Well, you can take over the bird's nest. And Nanette, what do you think you want to do on board the ship? I don't really know what else you could do.
1: Yeah, I guess you have a point. I'm not really sure what else there is to do.
2: I suppose you could also be in the bird's nest and keep a 360 view on the ship.
1: Well, sure, I could do that.
2: Alright. Well, I guess it's time to pick up and sail.
1: Well, alright.
0: And uh, Eldoris kind of stands up, pushes a chair back in, uh, and walks across the wood all the way upstairs. And uh, I presume you both do the same thing?
4: Yeah. hmm
0: As you climb aboard the... Oh, uh, up to the top deck, the ocean air greets your face once more. And the salty aroma fills your nose. And... As you look at the bird's nest, you see there is a rope leading all the way to the top. Eldorus kind of plants himself behind the steering wheel, and you hear him yell
2: as you both are climbing up. If you see anything of note, do let me know. Will do. And...
0: As you both fully climb up, I won't make you do an athletic check or anything. although it would be funny if you fell on your ass. Um, <laughs> uh, you guys
1: fall through the ship. Fall through the ship, comic. <laughs> you guys just
0: go <laughs> right through, right, right, through all fucking Don't give him ideas. Of wood. <laughs> um, it'll be really fucking funny. Um.
2: Yeah. um Eldorist goes, oh, uh, can you untie the sails, by the way? Those are important.
1: Oh, oh, yes, yes. yes.
2: Um. Oh, you want to do it? That'd be
1: fine, either way. Oh, yeah, yeah, I could do it. Um. Okay.
0: As you kind of, uh, stop on this beam, right before you enter the bird's nest, you walk across the mast and untie the uh, the wood and you drop the sails. Um you see as Eldorus kind of plants his feet and start funneling Arcana into the ship. This blue aura ensnares the wood as every grain in it is filled with this energy. You see a gust of wind suddenly blows against the sail as the bottom ropes tie themselves against the bottom half of the mast. And you both climb aboard the bird's nest and you see the ship begins to sail a steady pace across the Karak seas.
1: This is so cool.
3: (laughs) It really is.
0: And as you are staring out from this bird's nest, you see that the... the sun is beaming down on the ocean. And due to the very clear and reflective surface of the water, these prisms of different color light are cast upon your ship. And you see that various patches of the oh. water, several of the waves are almost gleaming this blinding white, making it a little hard to see. Um, oh boy. And as you look out, give me perception checks, the both of you. Alright.
3: Alright, am I seeing or am I blind? I guess I'm blind.
1: <laughs> I think, uh, I think I'm seeing though.
3: <laughs> All right,
0: you You're seeing, but I'm not. As <laughs> we'll s- we'll start with Mako. Um, Mako.
4: Start with the loops.
0: As you, as you look across <laughs> the ocean, y- nothing but raw sunlight is hitting into your your eyes. These. <laughs> like almost blinding refractions are seem like they're pinpointed at your irises. And it is just unbearable up here uh, at the moment. As brief clouds are casted or casting a shadow over the boat, you begin to see little glimpses of things, but you are it's almost like you're looking in the wrong places and you just keep being flashed by this brilliant light.
3: Wow. Um, oh my god. at this. Help him.
0: And Nanette, as you look across this ocean, you are looking in more shaded places as these clouds kind of ensnare sections of the sky. The horizon is boundless and clear as the cobalt sky meets the ocean. And looking across this clear water, you see many creatures of these gem-like qualities with scales covered in gems. You see that there are birds with beaks that have crystals all all over them, forming these, like, almost mandibles and fangs. You see some feathers even coated in this gem-like hardness. But as you look across the ocean one thing does stand out more than the rest you see a small wooden vessel bobbing across the ocean and as you get a closer look you see that this vessel is sailing towards you but it's also Mm. completely in tatters as the ropes are seemingly cut you see that there are, there's damage to the flag. There is wood chips and burnt mar- burn marks across the entirety of this vessel. And you also see, like, some barrels rolling across the deck of the ship. And a crate seeming to be brimming with uh, limes and lemons.
1: Ah. Oh.
0: And they look fresh as they catch the sunlight.
1: Hey, um, Mako. I yeah? see something in the... Are you okay? The sun kept shining in my eyes. Well, um, if you look right over there, there's like- There's a little boat. It seems to be really I... damaged, but there's- Fresh? It? There's fresh lemons and limes on it. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, those should be pretty useful, right?
3: Yeah. Could definitely help us out. Uh, should I tell uh, Eldorist then? Yeah, you should. Eldorist! Yes, yes. You see... Uh, Ninette, saw A boat, yeah. Oh, I was just about to say, you
0: see Eldoris, like, picking his nose with his pinky, and he just, like, flicks it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's kind of gross.
2: (laughs) What were you saying? Go on.
3: Uh, Oh, sorry. Uh, there's, there's, a there's kind of a boat out to sea that Nanette saw, and she said it has some very valuable
2: you know items like limes. wait okay it has fruits and limes and that stuff yeah all right that's convenient um all right uh just st- tell me where to go oh, yeah
3: sure uh Minette, what direction is it it's um, pretty straight
0: ahead and a little to the west
3: a little uh, to the
1: west
0: yeah. Okay. Uh, just, it's
3: just little kind little of straight, west.
0: just a little to the west. Um, Eldorus kind of uh, nods at you and he goes, Alright, kicking this baby into high gear. And you see as Eldorus uh, kind of funnels more magic into the ship, this eruption of arcane energy floods the boat, and the gust of wind hitting the sail... Begins to rocket you both forward. You see, as this breeze also gets caught on you, and it's this very refreshing, almost cool, crisp breeze. Different from the ocean breeze, where it's very salty. It's more of a a, a foresty feeling. Something very familiar to you, Nanette. Oh, lovely. And after just a moment. Uh the ship crosses paths. Kind of just barely uh barely away from the other. Eldorus kind of lines the ship side by side. Alright, sir. Uh,
2: we better set the anchors down and set a plank across the ship. Um
0: and you right. see Eldorus kind of uh, steps off of this metal plate. You see the sails unfurl the bottom, um, the... It basically unties itself and rolls upwards against the mast. And he goes to toss the anchor across the
2: side. All right, who's coming with me?
3: Um, I could go with. All right. Oh, uh, I'll stay behind.
2: All right. Well, let's go, Nanette.
0: All right. And Nanette, you begin to steadily climb down this rope. And as your hooves click against the wood, you see Aldorus has already put a plank for you. And he looks at you and he bows. Ladies first.
1: Oh, wait. thank you.
0: And And then
1: that goes across.
0: As you begin to cross the wooden plank, uh, it's just a little harrowing. You kind of feel that intensity of being over open sea as these boats are rocking, but you make it across. And you see that Eldorus also, uh, very casually walks across. And uh, what are you guys doing? Or what are you doing?
1: (laughs) I guess, first off, Nanette will kind of inspect the, like, condition of the boat a little bit.
0: As you look across this boat, um, roll me an investigation check.
1: Alright. Okay.
0: Um, That is, that is pretty decent. Um, you see, Nanette, as you kind of crouch down, and you begin to observe the several markings across these woods, several scratches across the plank, as if swords have been drawn against them, you see there are scorch marks, and you also do notice that there are several spots of just, um, dampness? Huh. Um... And as you kind of crouch down to look at all of this damage, you hear as if the a door behind you slams open. And this creature mm. suddenly is at your jugular. You feel the coldness and sharpness of a dagger pressed against your neck. Uh. And... Uh. As you eye this creature down, you see a shorter lizard man, golden eyes that have these flame-like qualities to them as the iris spires out in six points. Red scales adorn his face and speckled between them is this sparkling and almost shimmering black scales. Two horns protrude from the top of his skull and an extra horn on the tip of his nose. Tattered and sun-aged black cloth flows around his small frame. And beneath those robes, you see a tight and banded leather that forms makeshift armor around his body. The blade pressed against the center of your throat is this rusted blade with tattered edges and a red hilt. As the wind catches this tattered cloth, you see another figure is hidden beneath this uh, these black cloths. This smaller kobold looks at you with these brilliant blue eyes and they are clearly cowering as their pink scales kind of quiver holding a small staff and as you look at these two the main kobold looks at you dead in the eyes and goes
2: we've come to take your ship hand it over
1: What, uh, whoa, I, um, I'm sorry I wasn't aware that there were people on this ship. Um, well, we could just, uh, leave and resolve everything peacefully.
2: Hmm. I do not believe in means of peace. Peace only leads to betrayal.
0: And he presses the dagger closer against your throat. I've
2: just come uh, to steal your ship. Uh, hand it over peacefully. And you hear all doors go. Nope, nope, nope. That's my boat. My <laughs> boat. Not hers, mine. And step away from the girl I've kidnapped.
0: And he pulls out the rusted oh anchor. <laughs> and uh, Nanette, roll initiative. <laughs> okay. Ooh, that's good for Eldorus. Step
1: away from the girl I've
3: kidnapped.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that's going to be a 12 for the night. Um Mako, you don't hear any of this, but roll initiative for me. Oh,
4: okay.
3: <laughs> oh, alright.
0: Alright, starting this battle, you see Eldorus swiftly. Moves in, but as he begins to rush forward to uh, stop this dagger against your neck, you see that Eldorus is suddenly yanked backwards and his body comes to a screeching halt as the rope that is tied around his neck Uh twists around and Uh is aimed at the sky. And you see as this ghastly apparition of rope suddenly hangs him in the air and Eldorus grabs it tightly and he's like,
2: oh no. I forgot about oh, this! Oh my god. Don't worry, it's normal.
1: What? How it, is that normal?
2: It's
0: normal for me. Um and uh <sighs> that is going to go to um the smaller kobold's turn. You see this pink kobold begins to step out of the uh black tattered cloth. And as she looks at Uninet. She has these sorrowful eyes, and she's like,
4: "I'm sorry, but we need those. Sh- we need your ship. I don't want to hurt you, but I have to."
0: And she is going to roll <laughs> to hit. Oh
4: my god.
0: Um, and that is going to be. That's going to be an eleven to hit, which does not hit you. Um. And she is going to make one more attack. And that is a 13 to hit. Which...
1: Alright, that does hit.
0: Okay. She deals four damage to you as she kind of clunks this wooden staff across your head.
4: (gasps) I'm so sorry, miss. Um, It's alright.
0: And that is going to go... To your turn, Nanette.
1: How do I how do I get myself out of this situation? I have a knife to my throat.
0: <laughs> um battle-wise, this means yeah. nothing.
1: <laughs> okay. Um well I guess I'll um I'll pull out my my trusty bow.
0: I will and, say. Um, uh because I realized that D D nerds will be listening to this and uh <laughs> uh-huh. fucking this is how bow and arrows work or any ranged weapon works.
1: Okay. You have well,
0: disadvantage I at close range. To...
1: Oh, with right. your bow. Okay. Uh uh f- alright. But- fine
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you want to use cool. your training staff you are fully allowed to
1: yeah I think that might be better That might be better that might be better so I'll, I'll pull up my tr- my training staff and um, I'm going to go for the bigger kobold okay let's see
0: let's see if that hits um ooh, yeah you hit roll your damage
1: all right All right.
0: All right. Okay. Um, as you strike into this kobold with your staff, you thonk it against his head and he pulls the dagger away from your throat and he looks at you and he's like,
2: Is that a training staff?
1: Well, it, it works.
2: I, I suppose so, but this is real battle. So get ready. And he is going to roll to
0: head against you. Oh, shit. Oh, no! (laughs) He
3: crit. What?! He crit, he crit, he crit, he crit. What is love with (laughs) you?! Oh,
0: god. Oh, shit.
1: No. Daddy! Oh, This is my first battle. Well, my second battle. (laughs)
0: Yeah, not children But my first real battle. You see as this kobold twist around and suddenly slashes at your torso with his twisted, oh rusted dagger. And he deals 17
2: damage to you.
1: Oh my god, no way.
2: This is the real world. And welcome to it.
0: And... That is going to be his only attack. So, Mako. Nope. I would say you would hear all of this noise from the bird's nest, but give me a perception check to see if you do. Uh,
3: don't do me like that. Okay. No! <laughs> oh, damn. What's wrong with you? No!
0: Mako, as you are standing in this bird's nest, you are repetitively being blinded and assaulted (laughs) by the sun hitting the ocean waves. You do hear a noise, and I'll give you advantage on the next perception check.
3: Okay. Um, Please.
0: And that is going to go to Eldorus' turn. Eldorus is going to make a wisdom saving throw to see if he can break out of these bonds. You Nothing. see, as Eldorus begins to struggle.
2: Oh, you gotta you're gonna come off me. You gotta come off me. Oh, it's getting tighter, it's getting tighter. I can't breathe. I can't breathe.
1: Eldorus! It's
2: okay, I'm fine. I'll be fine, I'll be okay. It happens sometimes. Um
0: That is going to be the end of Eldorus' turn. God. Um this the smaller kobold is going to uh, make an attack against you. That oh is going. Oh no. That is going to be a nineteen to hit, which hits.
3: Oh. <laughs> no.
0: And she is going to do four more damage to you.
3: What?
1: That's exactly.
0: Oh, you go out.
1: I'm out. I'm out.
0: Nanette, as I'm out. you feel no. this dense pressure against your head before you even realize it you are on the floor and completely out and uh,
4: that sucks
0: uh that is going to she after she does this she goes oh
4: d- no no did I kill her no
0: um and that's going to go <laughs> to Nanette's turn, so give me a death saving throw. <sighs> <Okay.
1: laughs> I wasn't ready to do this so early. Okay.
0: <laughs> um. That is okay. two successes. So nice. mark it down, two successes. Um,
1: awesome.
0: And that is <sighs> going to go to the captain's turn. You see... The, uh, this larger cobalt goes, <laughs> Just what I needed. And he grabs Nanette. And he holds a dagger oh. to her throat.
1: Oh, come on.
2: <laughs> I'll be taking your ship now. I hope you enjoy hanging there for the rest of your life. And you
0: see he backs away. ...from the combat. And he drags Nanette's body across the plank and into your ship. Um,
1: Don't kick a knocked out unicorn. And,
2: <laughs> and Eldorus goes, no, no, that's not good. That's, that's, oh god, I'm already failing at this.
0: <sighs> um, And let's see, uh, Eldorus is going to make another wisdom... Uh, check. Oh my god.
1: Ooh!
0: Alright! And you see as he grips onto this rope, shattering it. Mako! And you hear that, Mako.
3: What? What's
2: your oh, M- in danger. Come down here.
3: Okay, oh yeah. Okay.
0: And Eldorus runs at uh,
2: the larger kobold. Beers and may, I finally got the willpower to save my friend. And
0: Eldorus is going to roll the head.
4: Oh! Oh my god. <gasps> and oh!
0: And Eldorus god. has... Oh. Eldorus, I believe, has greater weapons fighting. So let me just re-roll that two. Um, oh, nope, that's a one. Okay, so Eldorus does <laughs> ten damage Uh, to this kobold. You've messed with the wrong pirates today. And that is going to go... Oh, Ed, as you see Eldorus slash across this larger kobold with his rusted anchor... You see blood begin to spill out of this kobold's chest as the scales are cleaved and left in a jagged disarray, and the captain, the kobold, immediately looks in—looks to be in unreparable state. Oh boy. And that is going to go to the smaller kobold, and she goes,
4: huh, um. Listen, I, I didn't want to knock her out. I'm so sorry.
0: And she's like looking at Eldoras. Oh. And you see the captain kind of uh, grab her with a bloody hand. And he goes, mm-hmm,
2: To attack him.
0: And Joel goes, I'm sorry. And she begins to rush towards Eldoras.
1: Oh my god.
0: Uh, You see, as she rushes forwards to swing Eldoris, she misses the first attack as she goes for this kind of plunging attack. And Eldoris dodges swiftly out of the way. And as she goes for a second attack, Eldoris puts his hand on the wooden staff and goes, You don't need to take orders from him anymore. We'll save you. And that's going to go to... Um Mako, your turn.
3: Uh oh, has he jumped down from the bridge? No, you
0: haven't jumped down. You just heard this.
3: Okay. Alright, then he's heading down.
0: Alright. Are you just going down through the rope or are you jumping down?
3: Uh I think he's doing both. Like once he's midway through the rope he jumps down.
0: Okay. As you skid down the rope, your feathers getting caught in it. You leap forwards off of it, right behind this larger cobalt. okay. Alright, then I'm
3: gonna hit him with blood damage from behind.
0: Uh, are you doing lethal? Or non-lethal? No, non-lethal. Non-lethal, okay. Uh, roll to hit. Okay. What?! As you go no. to uh, strike the back of his neck, he turns around to face you and goes
3: oh, one wrong move.
2: She gets it.
3: What is wrong with you?
2: Um
0: And that's going to go to Nanette's turn. Roll another death saving throw. One
3: minute. Oh,
1: That is oh. a failure. <laughs> Uh,.
0: <laughs> no, no. And it's
1: okay, guys.: That's
0: going to go to Captain's Captain
2: Royland, sir. Listen, all I need is this boat, and then it'll be out of your hair. Just take the lesser ship. What? what? not what?
3: what? But we need it too.
2: I don't care about anyone else's needs, but mine.
3: Well, aren't you just selfish?
2: <laughs> yes, I'm a pirate.
3: Yeah, I can tell, genius.
2: Well, aren't you stating the obvious?
0: And he is going to, uh, go for an attack on you, Maka. No, boy. Here
4: we go.
0: That is a... That is going to hit. Let me roll the damage. Oh, boy. Oh boy. Um... That is going to be 12 damage to you, Mako. Holy
3: moly, why does he do so much? Okay.
0: And uh, you see as he slashes this rusted dagger across your feathers, cutting down through you. Your chest having a streak of blood
2: gush out of it. Just hand it over already. And
0: Eldorus, that's going to go to Eldorus' turn. Eldorus walks up
2: to him and stands over him. Now listen here. This is my ship. And I won't have any self-absorbed people on it. Because I'm self-absorbed and I can't have any more people like me running around. (sighs) And
0: Eldorus is going to punch him.
2: Oh my Jesus god, Jesus <laughs>
0: Christ. He missed.
2: <laughs> um oh, 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 I can try again. Hold up. Hold up. Uh, uh,
0: and he is going to action surge. And he is going to uh roll the head again. All right. That's more like it.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And you see as Eldor's cracks
2: oh my- his fist. He oh oh, reels God. back. And he goes... <laughs> and face the might of the ocean.
0: And punches into the kobold. And you see oh as he is blown across the other side of the ship. And his his uh, face <laughs> kind of skids across the wood as he slams into the uh, <laughs> lining of the wood, the ship.
1: That was That was awesome.
0: And... That is going to be the end of combat. And Eldoris is kind of huffing there as he, he like, shakes off blood from his fist.
3: It's so awesome!
2: Ever since I became, you know, dead, I've been really good at punching things. (sighs)
3: That's helpful to have. Oh, minute! Oh, hold on, I- I have a- I know a healing spell.
0: Um, do it all.
3: And he brushes over. Okay. That is... Awesome! Oh! peepee! Alright. Nice. That's how much you feel for. Uh, uh, what? Nanette, you're alright? Uh, I think so.
1: What just- what just happened? He just punched that
3: guy across the whole thing. Oh, it was really? really awesome. Yeah. Do you guys. Oh, in the, the little girl is fine, I think.
2: Do you guys oh. think he's dead?
3: I don't know if someone could survive that. Uh,
2: I suppose I'll check him out. Uh.
3: Yeah, very good idea. And.
0: Uh, as Eldorus is walking over to check on the captain, um, you guys see, uh, Jewel kind of standing there, uh, going,
4: I-I-I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to.
3: Oh, oh, uh, don't, don't, don't worry about it. It's fine. Hey, don't worry about it. I'm sure our captain here is already taking care of that evil guy. The captain wasn't always like this. you won't have to feel
1: pressured anymore.
4: Oh? Do you mind explaining what happened exactly? Well, um, while we were on the sea, uh, something disastrous happened. A, um, I, I don't know what to really call it. It was like, as if the sea was freezing over. And suddenly, Marco probably is taken aback and
3: recalls his dream.
0: Like, in a flash, you see the exact thing you saw. The entire ocean freezing around you. A chill going down your body.
3: Hey, did you happen to see a
4: very menacing large boat? Yes, yes, it collided with the main ship, and... Broke it apart. Everyone got sent into the water, but the captain. The captain found a boat that I was hiding in, and he took it. And I guess I've just been uh, trapped with him. Oh.
3: So it was true. Well, you're
4: safe with us now. Don't worry. Yes. Thank you. So sorry for knocking you out.
0: And she, like, bends down and oh. kind of uh, looks at you, Nanette.
4: No, oh,
1: it's, it's all right. I, um, I, I guess I probably shouldn't have gone out so easily. I haven't really faced a battle like that before, but it's fine.
4: It, it's, um, I'm I'm fine now. Thank God. The compass must be looking over at you.
0: And she uh, kind of looks over at Eldorus and the captain. And she goes,
4: I hope he's not dead. The captain's a good guy, I promise. But recently he's just been getting crazed on the sea. He thinks that the frosted boat is chasing him.
3: Oh, that uh, must have been really terrifying for him.
0: And as this is happening, um, you hear a crackling. Just, hmm? You hear a crackling.
3: Uh, as where?
0: Over the ocean.
3: Oh. And. What is not
0: As you look over
2: the blinding seas, you see everything is freezing around you.
3: Oh Oh, god. What? Doris! Yes. Doris, we have to go.
2: We have to go. We
3: We have have to to go. go.
0: (gasps) And.
1: What's happening?
0: Eldoris. It's just like. In my dream. Eldorus gets behind the steering wheel. Alright, where are we going? Where are we going?
3: Away from the freezing.
0: Freezing. And as you all are talking, you see the frost has lined your boat. Oh boy. The waters have stilled you.
1: What? What is this?
0: And... As you begin to look from where the line of frost was coming.
2: You see a ship coasting over the horizon, moving at you all at a terrifying
0: speed.
4: This is horrifying.
0: A God. speed that you've never seen before.
4: And what?
0: As you begin to look over and fully register what you all are seeing. The ship has already touched yours.
4: (sighs) What What is is going on? on?
3: (laughs) What?
0: And... then you hear the sounds of pirates rejoicing come from the ship. And you hear just suddenly and quietly, but for some reason it's this haunting voice.
3: Shh. Uh-huh.
0: And as silence befalls the entire ship, you see a figure jump off from the masthead. And as you gaze upon this figure, you see a long-haired man with scars running down his body. This luscious white hair flows like silk down his back. He is dressed in a black overcoat that looks almost reminiscent of the Navy attire, but altered and tattered. You see, he is wearing these large baggy pants, and no shirt revealing his scarred uh stomach and chest. You see golden feathers are adorned on his left side, and he looks down at you.
2: I've come to finally kill you. Uh what and
1: what Nanette
0: He looks familiar.
4: Oh, what? As
0: he jumps down. His feet kind of freeze everything around a certain radius. You see his arm that is obscured by his coat for just a brief moment. And it is this silverish blue that has these decadent patterns.
2: Roland, For what you've done to your crew members, I don't think you deserve to live. For what you've done to the Navy, and for what you've done to those innocent, I cast you to frosty death. And he walks over to Aldorus.
0: and Aldorus is looking at him, and as you look at Eldorus's face, You see an expression that you've never seen before. You see rage incarnate.
3: Oh my God.
2: It's you, you bastard. Even after you cast me to sea, you still roam these waters, casting your judgments upon everyone.
0: And you see this figure pushes Eldorus across the deck. With a little tap, Aldoris's head flying.
4: Only what? You are not
2: who I'm here for today, Aldoris. <laughs> what? And he grabs the kobold's face.
0: Freeze! And as this white gauntlet makes contact with his scales, his entire body is suddenly turned into ice. And he crushes oh, the cobalt's head. My.
4: Oh my. What? Oh my god. That is gruesome.
2: Judgment has been paid.
4: And he
0: turns around to all of you. And Nanette, it clicks in your head who this is. This is Delir. (laughs) No!
4: Uh, My God. Delir?
2: (laughs) Nanette, is that you?
4: What? What are you?
1: What is this?
0: He smiles. And he goes, It's been so long since I've seen you. Come here, and he goes up to you with open arms.
1: What, what, what? Wait, wait, I, I, I. What? I. What? What did you just do? I. This isn't. This isn't, what I was expecting this to be like at all.
2: I casted judgment upon him, and did what was right. I did what the Navy couldn't. I did what the pirates couldn't. I did it, Annette. I'm walking justice. Wasn't that our dream? And
0: he smiles, this innocent smile.
3: Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're so fucked I. I.
1: Well. That. Um. Uh, it's um quite a terrifying thing you've just done
0: he holds your hand with both of
2: his and he goes well scary yes but it, it was necessary Nanette I've been looking for you I was just off of La join me
1: I don't. I don't know. She she kind of looks at um, Eldoris and Mako.
0: Eldoris this, is knocked
1: out. Oh my god! Oh my this, god! This. I don't know if this is what I want. All I wanted was freedom. I don't want to.
2: Nanette, I don't. I'm granting people these freedom. I'm granting everyone freedom. I... If I get rid of the problem, there will be no problem, and then freedom will finally be free.
1: Well, what problem exactly?
2: Nanette, you are far too naive, right now. As you walk through the world, as you've experienced things that I have, you'll come to realize everyone who's not like you and not like me deserves a special place.
0: And he looks down, he tilts his head, and stares at you with those innocent blue eyes. And death,
4: people
1: who aren't like you or me what what kind of worldview is that
2: he smiles one that will only grant us all peace and you see he walks past you now I'm sure he'll come to realize soon and when that day comes You'll join my Ark, you'll join Salvation, Nanette. You can bring along your friends, but that one, Eldorus, he is irredeemable. I don't know what has brought him back to this world, but if he steps across me one more time, I'll put him down below." And as he says that, he
0: climbs onto the trimming of the ship and jumps onto his boat.
2: I wish to see you again, Nanette. May we meet under the stars that we once relished. My men, we ride the sea and we ignore this ship for now. And you hear a symphony
0: of pirates erupt into laughter and joy and they lift their weapons to the sky and you see that jewel has her eyes wide open
4: was that mom dad what my my mommy daddy and she
0: like leans across the ship on that boat your your parents they're on that boat what and you see as the boat begins to rear to the side as a expulsion of wind and frost hits the flag coating it in this thin layer of blue and it sails across the sea
2: as fast as it came It went.
1: Nanette just... falls to the floor in
4: disbelief.
3: Nanette! Hey, hey, are you alright? I... I can't believe... He...
1: He of all people... Turned out like
3: that. You knew him. Well, yeah, I could tell from the conversation, but really, was he different? Well, yes. He
1: was just... He just... He had such bright eyes and such a bright dream. He was so innocent. All he wanted to do was to join the Navy. I didn't think he could ever turn out like this. He was so kind. I guess I shouldn't have expected anything in particular. I didn't know him for that long, but... (sighs) What have I gotten myself into?
3: Something very strange. Yeah. Oh Eldorus. Yeah. Oh right. Oh god. Uh yeah, and uh he rushes over.
0: As you rush over to Eldorus, you see that he is unconscious. His chest has this like purplish frostbitten welt on it.
3: Oh my god.
0: And He is just completely out of it.
3: Oh boy, that is. That guy's terrifying. Really? Uh... Well, what should I do? I don't have much power left in me, but I can try to heal him. Oh. I I can too if
1: you're power. Oh, yeah. an Alright. And I'm going to use Um silken touch.
0: And uh that's five health? Mm-hmm. And you see that Eldoris kind of what does it look like when you use and Touch? And Feather's Blessing. Uh, Describe both right. of those to me.
1: Well... Um... For... For, um... and Touch, it's, a uh, You see this light blue, um... Glowing magic, kind of, uh, take the form of a, a bandage. As it kind of wraps around his, like, wounded area.
0: And, uh, Mako, what does your healing magic look like? Uh, Feather's Blessing.
3: Um, for Mako, the gold, the same gold in Arcana that's sprawled from his arms before, it, as it follows towards, uh, Eldorus's body, it looks like Little white feathers with golden aura following them.
0: And as this bandage and these feathers kind of trickle onto Eldorus, you see he goes
3: <coughs> uh,
2: I'm I'm back, I'm back.
3: Are you are you alright?
2: As alright as I can be.
3: That oh. was it. Massive
2: glow. It only felt like a tap. And before I even knew it, it, I couldn't even breathe anymore. That bastard. Why'd he have to show up now? Before I could even get ready.
3: Is there history between you both?
2: He's the one. He's the one who killed me the first time. Uh.
1: Oh my god. No. Nanette's eyes go, like, wide.
2: To be honest, I might have deserved it. Of how I treated everyone. Nonetheless. That bastard. He's sick. He is far more capable of destruction than I.
1: It seems very twisted. I can't believe that was someone I used to call a friend.
2: You were friends with him? Oh my god. You're surrounded yeah. by freaks.
1: Uh, I guess so.
2: I couldn't even imagine being friends with him for one day. When I was around him.
1: Well, I mean, he used to be a lot kinder.
2: We used to sail under the seas together. Under the stars. But one day... God this look in his eyes after reading some newspaper or something. And he just went irredeemable to think core is working with that bastard. Yeah. Or oh. me,
3: they're working together.
2: Yeah, me, core, and Lusamine, And Delia used to be on the same crew.
3: Well, oh. Wow. I just wonder what caused the entire spiral.
2: He wouldn't even let us read the newspaper. I think as soon as he held it and got that look in his eyes, the paper got frosted over. And that's when the betrayal started.
1: Huh. Either way, I hope we don't run into him again anytime soon.
2: No, that freak is really strong.
3: Yeah. Yeah? Considering. Kind of blew you across the
1: deck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, considering how. Easily, I went down before. I don't think I could handle an attack for like that.
2: That just means, we'll prepare for next time we see him, and then I'll take his life with my hands, and then I'll be alive again, maybe. I think that's how it works.
1: Well, uh, sure. I'm not really sure how that works.
2: I don't know. Nobody explained this ghost mumbo-jumbo with me. I just woke up on a beach with a lion next to me.
1: Well, um... What now?
2: I guess we continue to sail... ...and recover... ...I suppose. Perhaps... Yeah. ...perhaps we should call it a night. Recoup and recover.
3: Definitely be for
2: the best. Yeah. And I suppose that, unfortunately, we have recruited slash kidnapped another person.
3: Oh, yeah, And
0: you do see that Jewel is kind of pressed against the railing and just sobbing. Ah.
3: That poor girl. Apparently, her parents were on that ship
2: he must be on that saint shit that he was on before. He was always preaching right before he killed me. Goodness. It seems like he only pairs well with people of good hearts. Even though his is beyond redeemable.
1: (sighs) Yeah seems so.
0: And Eldoris uh coughs up a little me bit to of join blood.
1: Too. Oh. Oh. Uh,
0: it's like this green. iridescent uh
2: blood by the way.
1: We should he probably so, get you some rest.
4: Yes, I oh. think
2: I'll take my bed.
1: Uh, all right. Um then going to try to help him up.
0: Um I think uh, roll me a strength check. Eldorus is a big guy.
1: <laughs> this is <laughs> this no, is no. not my strong suit. Um. <laughs> oh. Um. Fifteen.
0: It's a little bit
1: intense.
0: First, trying to lift up Eldorus. As soon as you get him above your shoulder, it you're already getting a killer workout on your calves as they are start burning. Um.
2: Okay. There's already a big, big guy. Uh,
1: yeah, you. Yeah, you are a, a big guy.
2: Maybe I should let go of the anchor too, and he throws the anchor into the sea.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that helps a bit.
2: All right. Let's go. I think you both need some rest too. So, you guys can use that those hammocks I set up in the bedroom.
1: Huh, all right.
0: Um, and as you uh, cumbersomely drag Eldorus into bed, and then uh, both of you are resting, unless you have anything else you want to do.
3: Mm
1: -mm. Yeah, I think for now we're good. They just
3: experienced the worst thing ever.
1: (laughs) That was a lot.
3: (laughs) That man is terrifying. His morals are scary. Uh
1: Uh-huh.
3: Combined with an innocent face, and I don't like-
1: Yeah.
0: And as you, uh, both climb into the hammocks, um, you- It's kind of a struggle going to sleep at first. Uh, give me both of you wisdom saving throws.
3: What is wrong with Sorry, I already (laughs) went
0: through it, but you're going through it again.
1: Uh, Oh, shoot. No!
0: Uh shit. <laughs> um, oh, boy. N- we'll start I off with the success this. first. Um, Nanette, as you drift off into sleep, you struggle, you toss, you turn as this hammock is kind of rocking back and forth. You slowly fall asleep. It's not a peaceful feeling right now in your stomach. This anxiety... These butterflies, they are running amok. Mm-hmm. And you struggle, but as you drift off to sleep, you feel a slight pressure in your hammock. Oh. And as you open one of your eyes to check it out, you see that Jewel has come to you looking for comfort.
1: Oh. Um.
4: Uh. Hello there. I- I'm sorry for coming in without saying anything, but um I didn't want to be on the deck any longer next to the body. Um No. So it- No, no, it's fine.
1: You're you're fine here.
0: And as you kind of uh, reassure her, like tears are welling up in her eyes, and she wipes them away.
4: I, I'll ask the nice pirate man for a, a hammock of my own, um, just for a little bit. But he seems like he's been through quite a bit. Ah, uh, yeah, he certainly has been, but.
1: I'm sure he will definitely give you a hammock of your own. Thank you.
4: Thank you so much.
0: And... Of course. As you drift off to sleep, with the jewel kind of, uh, laying next to you in the hammock. Um... <gasps> she is- by the way, she is tiny. She is like, like, three feet tall. Tiny. Tiny lizard. Oh, um, <laughs> um... I'm
4: gonna <sighs> cry.
0: We will shift into Mako. Uh oh. As we pan to you, falling asleep, suddenly you are in a dark space. And your feet clank against this frosted overfloor. This time, the sky is not an iridescent white but a foreboding and inky blackness.
3: Oh boy, what is this?
0: And as you look around, it's just a barrens of frost, nothing but everlasting frost, and a almost wall of mist barring you in this tiny, Almost or of like an arena-shaped pit and you see a figure start to break out from this
2: smoke
3: Marco steps back, but feels says.
0: As you step back a little intimidated by this figure you see this hooded figure with these red gleaming eyes and weapons that look like talons with chains.
3: Those are the
0: ones like I You notice that this figure is the same height as you. You notice that this figure has the same body shape as yours. You notice this figure has a similar beak to yours, though it is covered in scars. And you hear Marco. Andrew, it's
3: you.
0: And you see, as this figure clashes these talons together, sparks fly, and he gets into a fighting
4: stance. What?
2: Mako. Yeah. After seeing all of that, do you finally understand?
3: You see as Mako looks around, and looks down, and then looks back up and... Yeah, I've seen a lot in just the span of in a few days.
2: Fighting is the only way. We are going to pry ourselves from this endless darkness. We have to fight for our justice. You have to fight for mine and I will protect you from yours.
3: Patrick, do you really think I can do it?
2: With me by your side, I think we can We can stop all of this. But if you continue to deny me, to deny what needs to be done, to deny taking someone's life, Marco, I don't see you ever living up to what you're capable of. And if I have to fight you, I'll do what I must.
3: I, I, It's, it's just too much for me to understand. Maybe if I, maybe had more time to comprehend everything. I, I just, it's too much. You, you would understand this. I, you've known me since we were children. We, you know how much of a coward I was. All I did was study All I did was read. And you, you were the stronger one of both of us.
2: Marco, I know that you are brilliant. I know that I am strong. But we must take our justice, and for that I don't think you really are understanding what I meant, Marco. There are going to be times where I can't save you. There are going to be situations where you can't hear Mako. How long are you going to run from destiny? That is all I will ask.
3: I, I can't answer that question yet. I know it will catch up to me at some point. If not,
2: um... when you reach your answer, Marco, if your ideals don't align with mine, I think we must do battle.
0: And he plunges the talons into the ice.
2: I will continue to help you for the time being. But be ready for... our conflict. I have a feeling you will never align with what I tell you.
3: You never know. I might get in situations where... even I am forced to understand
2: I do hope the time is soon. Justice calls, Mako. And you see, as the ice begins to shatter, and as the ice shatters with this loud groan, <laughs> you are suddenly drifting apart from Mako into this
0: black void of empty water. From that conversation, you understand that Mako has this hurried, or Adric, sorry, has this hurried sense of justice,
2: but you don't know why he's in a rush and you sleep peacefully
0: for the night and that's where we will end the session.
1: Oh right. my yeah. god.
2: That was so... Lovely. Lovely. Oh Lovely.